welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. We are, we've got some, an amazing guest for you guys this afternoon, uh, Bob Anderson. He is the legend, the guru when it comes to property development. So Bob's uh, got over 30 years of experience in the development, investment, finance and marketing sector of the property industry. Throughout his career, Bob has involved in over a billion, that's a B, billion dollars worth of property development projects that include commercial buildings, apartments, high rise buildings, retirement complex, land subdivisions, townhouses and student accommodation. Bob is the co-author of the book, Residential Real Estate Development, a practical guide for beginners to experts. He's also a regular property developer, contributor to different publications such as Your Property Investment Magazine, the Australian Property Investor Magazine, Money Magazine, and Success Magazine. He's also appeared on media interviews to talk about his experience as a property developer on Sky News, Fox News, and 4BC Radio. Bob loves making a difference in people's lives by teaching a strategy where they can make a lot of money without consuming lots of time, thereby giving them a great lifestyle and control of their lives. As a property developer, Bob enjoys meeting lots of people who have a passion for property and he knows that guiding them through the property development will make a positive difference in their lives. Oh, how blessed are we? Bob, welcome and thank you for your time. Well, the blessing's all mine. Great to be here. <laughs> Fantastic. So you've uh, you, you've had a bit of a journey in the in the property game. If you want to, I guess, share with the audience a little bit about that journey, um, and yeah, how have you got to where you are today? Oh, good point. Uh, I've lived a long time. That's one way. But uh, uh, actually, uh, interestingly enough, I got involved in property coming out of the back end of a very bad car accident. I went to sleep after March twenty first one night, coming home, decided to go to sleep before I got home, hit a bridge, and uh, spent about a year and a half uh, off work, uh, getting fixed up. Uh, and uh, so that, it's strange, but that's probably one of the best things that ever happened to me because it put me on my back and got me thinking about my life and where it was going and where it should be going. And uh, so that was the beginning of my little, my little journey. And uh, I decided that when I got myself all fixed up, uh, I looked around, I looked at who was making money because really all I could think about was making money because I basically broke after that, after a year and a half on your back. Yeah. Um, and uh, I thought, look, property, people seem to be making money in property. Who are they? Who are the people that make the most money? And I looked at real estate agents and uh, obviously the good ones make good money and it looked exciting and looked at all sorts of things. But I decided property development was where I wanted to end up, uh, you know, spending my life, but there was no direct path. Mm. And uh, so I actually came, I started with agency. And actually in, in the end, uh, I couldn't find any courses on property development. There's nothing at uni, nothing at TAFE in those days. There was no seminars, no books. And I thought, got to get my foot in there somewhere. And I, I joined a real estate agency that was selling land subdivisions primarily. They had about four, four land subdivisions for sale. And uh, so I joined up. I thought, I've got to get my foot in there somehow. That's, that's yep. what I did. Wow. And then, and then so looking at that, that's obviously then taking you from leaps and bounds and steps. And I, and I guess there's been a lot of scars and testing and measuring along the way, yeah? Oh, a few scars along the way, yeah. Um, so I, I knew once I got into, uh, into real estate, although I was in sales, purely sales, I loved the buzz, the excitement, the adrenaline, you know, just being there. I found out I could sell, having not sold anything prior. And, uh, and I really loved it. But, but my, my eye was always on property development. But fortunately, in that agency role, I was dealing with developers because we were selling land subdivisions for developers. We we're selling vacant blocks. We we're doing house and land packages with builders, and we we're sell selling spec homes for builders. So that got me pretty pretty excited. But uh, but anyway, it gave me it gave me a feeling, and uh, and then I had sooner or later you got to do your own first development. And actually, uh, 
was actually very lucky and very very fortunate, in fact, to uh, to start my first development when I was at the agency. Yeah, and so tell me about that time of that first development. What was the big uh, the the big takeaway lessons? Because usually the, the the first one you go, wow, even just made it, or it's like, <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm I'm still trying to work on it. So what were the big takeaways uh, from that? Well, the, well, the big thing is that I, I didn't know much uh, because there was no education, uh, but something pretty incredible happened. It was actually one of the one of the listings in the office. So a, a guy had come in a little bit earlier, he bought a site, uh, just a, well, a parcel of land basically, and he got a development approval to cut it into four lots. So a little four lot subdivision. But for whatever reason, he decided not to go ahead with it. And he came back and he listed it for sale, uh, which was great. And uh, probably about two or three weeks after, his name was Tony. This is on the Gold Coast, because I was born in Brisbane, I moved to the Gold Coast to make my fortune. Uh, not, not realising lots of people lose their fortune on the Gold Coast, but, you know, young, 10-foot-tall, bulletproof, I didn't know much. And uh, so Tony came back in about three weeks later. It was a Sunday morning, pretty quiet in the agency, sitting at the front desk, and, uh, and he wandered in, and uh, he said, oh, any lookers at, the, uh, at my site yet? And I said, oh, a couple of little lookers, but nothing happening. But I, I, actually, uh, I actually said something which, which I call a pivotal moment, pivotal, let me say that again, a pivotal moment in your life. You know, sometimes it's a chance meeting, a chance sentence, whatever it is. And I said to Tony, I said, you know what, Tony, I would love to do that subdivision myself. I just don't have enough money. And he said, oh, what do you mean, Bob? And I said, well, I'll, I'll, I'm only here. This is sort of on my way to something. It's a stepping stone. I don't want to be, you know, a salesman forever. I want to get into property development. And, uh, and so I'd love to do that development. I just haven't got enough money to do it. I didn't even know how much you needed, to be honest. <laughs> and uh, anyway, long story short, he actually taught me something. Uh, he showed me how I could do that development with no money of my own. And uh, it's, it's a strategy that, I, that I've used many times. It's called vendor finance. And uh, what I didn't realise at the time, Tony took a liking to me, actually, which is probably why he did it. Uh, but he was quite a sophisticated pop property player himself at the time. This was on the Gold Coast, yep. early 80s. And uh, he used to amalgamate development sites right along the coastal strip. Uh, you know, Main Beach and Service Paradise and Broad Beach, those, those places. And uh, so he was using things like call options and joint ventures and vendor finance and all sorts of weird and wonderful things uh, to make a lot of money out of property. And he'd be doing that for 15 years. And so for whatever reason, I did find out later why he did it. I, I said to him, mate, why did you actually take me on and show me how to do this and teach me how to do it? Because I did this project with no money and I, I did quite well out of it. And uh, he said... Bob, you reminded me of what I was 15 years earlier. A young guy, full of adrenaline, full of excitement, 10 foot tall, bulletproof, don't even know what you don't know, but willing to get out there and have a go. And uh, he said, that's why I sort of took, took you under my wing a bit. And, so I, many, and I showed you. Mm. There's so many lessons in that and there's so many great takeaways just from you know, asking the question, you know, people are always willing to help, um, you know, and, and just, yeah, just, just having a go, rolling up the sleeves and going, hey, let's, let, let's ask the question, put it out there. That's, mm -hmm. that's fantastic. Well done. Well done. So obviously that's the, the start of the journey and, and it's been a, a great journey since then. Where, where are you now? What, what are you up to and what are you entertaining? Yeah, well, life, life rolled on. I work for some of the big development companies, learn a lot there. Uh, but most of my life I work for myself. So these days, uh, heavily involved in property. I mean, that's, look, to be honest, that's really all I know. <laughs> I'm not much good at anything else. Uh, but, but I think you only have to be really good at one thing. Uh, so um, I do have a development company, Positive Property Strategies, and we, we do developments. And 
But I got involved in the education side, actually, of property uh, a little while ago, probably about uh, nearly eight years ago now. Uh, I did write a book a bit earlier than that with my son Luke on property development, but it was a little bit after that that, um, that I got involved in, in actually teaching people how to do their own small developments for two reasons. One is obviously when you do a development, you sell your, your stock when you're finished uh, and you make quite a lot of money. So it's good, it's good to make good chunks of money, gives you a good lifestyle, you know, you can drive the right car, live in the right house, go on some good holidays, put the kids through school, whatever you need, uh, that's good. But one of the other big uh, benefits uh, by doing your own developments is you get investment properties at absolute raw cost. So you're not paying retail like the rest of the market, you're getting it at raw cost. And that enables you to actually build quite a large portfolio quickly. And uh, that's the other side of it. That's building long-term wealth. And so uh, basically that's what I teach people how to do these days, but it's a bit of a dream job. I mean, I get, I'll be honest, I get paid well for doing it. And you know, why wouldn't I? I'm, I'm imparting 30 something years of experience for, for, you know, that you can pick up pretty quickly. But my big buzz, I love talking about property. I mean, you can probably pick that up from my voice. Yeah, I love it. I love property. I love everything about it. I love what it does. I've seen some great success stories, seen some failures, of course, and always trying to help people not to do the failures. But, um, but between, between being able to talk about property all the time and being able to mix with people, like-minded people, people that love property like I do, people that want to get ahead, uh, people that want to do, do good things with their life through property, and that's what I do. Mm, that's fantastic. That is so good. It's, it's amazing how... You know the, how it's turned. Where you were, you were taken on by by Tony. You know that, that those years ago, and and taught and educated, and now you've got all this information. And you're giving back um, and, and providing that. I guess those steps where usually there, there's no steps when it comes to property development out there in the market. It's just like, oh yeah, I'll have a go, and people either fluke it or they just they they lose everything. And it's really great to see that you've actually taken people on that journey to provide those results for them. That's fantastic. So if you, if you, if you go into then people come to you and they go, I want, I've got a dream. I, I want to be a property developer. What do you see their challenges are before they come to you? Well, some people come to me thinking I'd like to be a property developer, but actually most people I meet, they simply just want to make good money, have a good lifestyle, make more money than the day job, maybe sack the boss. Uh, have a better life, better lifestyle, make more money, uh, do things for their family. And so property development ends up just becoming a vehicle. Really, it's just a, property's a great vehicle, isn't it, for long-term wealth. We know that's proven, uh, you know, hundreds of years, it's proven it's a great vehicle for that. And really, for me, property development just, it's like bowling on a massive big supercharger onto your car. It just makes it happen a lot faster. And so you can make a lot more money a lot quicker. So the, the people that come along, uh, yeah, not, they don't just want to be a property developer. They want to have a really good life and make some money. So my, my role, I guess, is to is to show them how to do it safely, to give them a system that they can follow. And uh, I, I know you'd have to agree with me. I know that uh, like education uh, is, is, is the source. Being able to leverage off other people's knowledge. And I know people do it with you a lot. People do it with me in a different area. Uh, you can just knock so many years off your learning course uh, learning curve, you can just save so many uh, months and years of frustration of going up dry gullies uh, by leveraging or hooking up with somebody who has the answers. So and uh, that's, mm, we're all in a similar industry. We're helping people uh, make money. And, you know, sure enough, we do it along the way. We make money out of helping people. And that's what it's, a, that's what it's all about.
Yeah. So true. So true. So obviously it, it, with this, you know, 30 years of experience, you, you've obviously had your own personal challenges along the way, particularly, you know, when you first started off with lying in, in bed 18 months with, with the broken back and so forth and through the accident. What are, what are some of your own personal challenges that you've overcome throughout that journey that has really, I guess, helped you, you've taken away and really uh, take those lessons from those challenges and, and really got you to where you are today? Yeah, well, um, one, one of my early challenges is probably a mental one. Uh, and it had a little bit to do with money. I come from a very much middle-class family. My dad was a spray painter and a panel beater. He'd uh, only ever exchanged time for money. Uh, as a result, when I was growing up, I thought, well, that's what you do. You know, you just try and exchange the best money you can for the time you've got. Uh, and, I, and, and, and the whole wealth thing. I, look, I've never had a problem with wealth, but I really had to get the right mindset. And, uh, you know, over the years you read books like Half T. Eager, I found some of his books are great for that. And there's, there's plenty of great uh, stuff out there. So I really had to make up my mind that I wanted to be successful and I wanted to be, and I wanted to be wealthy. And I, th I think you actually have to make up your mind that's what you want to be. Uh, and some people struggle with it. I didn't have a big struggle, but I, but I had to make a transition. Uh, in the early days, um, I, 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 I realised I had to be creative because uh, I didn't have a lot of money. And I, I had that big break, that first break. Uh, which showed me uh, how, to, how to make a lot of money out of a deal. I never actually put any money in. And these days I've developed a whole heap of strategies for doing that and I help other people do that. But, but some of the lessons, I mean, I learned along the way. I, I wasn't really familiar with property cycles when I got going. Like I said, I was, you know, 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Didn't know what I didn't know. And I was having a good run on the Gold Coast. And we all know in property that Gold Coast has some big peaks and some big lows. There's probably, it's probably got the biggest gap between the troughs and the highs and anywhere. And I just thought, oh, property, you know, it's going really well. I didn't realise that it can actually turn. I didn't realise how you have to read the market a bit. You have to look at supply and demand and, and have a good understanding where property's going, uh, you know, analyse the market and have a look at the stats and so forth. And, and so I was pretty green and I got a little bit, I got caught. I never lost money on a deal, uh, but on two deals for broken even. So I suppose that's not too bad. Uh, but but yeah, I, I, and I didn't, I didn't really understand much about property cycles. And the other thing that took me a while is I didn't understand the power of owning property long-term. Almost like, and as, you know, uh, like Kiyosaki talks about it, and he didn't invent it, but the, the power of compound interest, the power of compounding, compound growth with property. And so for the first four years, I just kept selling stuff and, and gave me lots of money, lots of taxable income, paid lots of tax, had a good time, but I wasn't putting anything aside. And it, it took me a while to wake up uh, that I should be keeping stuff as well. And these days, of course, uh, you know, three decades later, uh, we, we, we've got so much education on property investment, it's everywhere, there's almost too much of it. Uh, we understand that, but back then I didn't. And it took me probably four years to realise I should be keeping some of my stuff. So they're, they're all little lessons you learn along the way. Um, but um, yeah, that's been a good ride. Yeah, great, great. So what are the, I guess on the flip side though, what are some of the, the wins that you're most proud of that you can hang your hat up and you go, you know what? Beat the chest. We did, <laughs> we did that, and I'm super proud of, of those those wins. Well, I mean, you, you know, um, some, some deals you do really well out of. Uh, so there's always speed bumps. There's always things you got to deal with. There's always little bushfires you got to put out. But that's okay. That's that's life. That's doing business, isn't it? You know. Totally. Uh, but I've, but I've been lucky on a, on a on a few deals where I've um, uh, basically put an option on property, got a very big what we call a big uplift in value with development approvals and rezonings and. Um, and, uh, and done well out of that, uh, you know. Um, so I've had some I've had some really good wins, 
uh, like that. I've had some close shaves over the, over the years. Although, of course, once you, once you really learn the ropes and you have a system, you can control a lot of that better. But, um, yeah, mostly, I, I mean, I don't want to sort of go into too much detail. I've had some really good deals. But, uh, you know, when they're good, they're really great in property development. Uh, so true, so true. And yeah. I, think, I think that the, the, really, the key message there is, is those systems. You know, you've got the strategy, you've got the systems in place, mm. then, then, it, then you've got the, the variance actually starts to decrease because you're not, not just putting your finger up in the air and, and hoping that it's all going to come you know, to fruition. You're, you're actually following the roadmap, which is no. what you've created with your, your education program. Um, let's let's talk teams at the moment. You know, you, you've obviously throughout the years you, you've been you've been part of teams. Um, you've been uh, you've been part of teams. You, you've actually been uh, lead teams, been following teams. What? Tell me about teams for you, and what does that that mean for you? Well, teams that you lead as, as a as a developer, you're actually the captain of the team. So you've got a lot of people underneath you in that team, uh, and they're all. As I say, they're all smarter than me. There's an old saying, you've probably heard it a hundred times, you never want to be the smartest person in the room. And that's quite true. So if I'm in a room, it might be an architect there, there might be a town planner or whoever else. Uh, I'm never the smartest person in the room, but what I want to be is the wealthiest person in the room. So, so the beautiful thing is uh, in what I do in property development, we've got lots of clever people that do all the smart work. I, I, I actually uh, didn't get through uni. I did start. Um, I left at the eighth month of year one. <laughs> I always say to people, I was so smart that I realised I wasn't going to pass the exams at the end of the year. So I, was, I left four months early. I was pretty smart. Uh, but, but all the people in the team are the people that went, you know, architects went for five years at uni. They've probably been out there 10 or 15 years honing their skills. Engineers have four years. Planners have one and a half, four years. I don't know. Don't care really. Yeah. Uh, so, so you have a very uh, a team of smart people who put in most of the time and, and, and the smarts. So as a property developer, you're really a coordinator. You're a bit of a manager. You're just coordinating the people and you're coordinating the process and they're all the smart ones. And that's great. So they're the team you lead and a good team, you get good players, you stick to them. Yep. Um, I've, been, I've been in the teams when I was learning the ropes as well. Um, but uh, that, I mean, the beauty of it, I guess with property development, you can make a lot of money. There's not actually a lot of time in doing a development. The time's done by these other smart people mostly. Yeah. Uh, but they, there's a system to follow. I think that's the key. In any business, you want a good proven system to follow. The, the better the systems and the procedures are to a proven formula. I mean, you know that better than anybody. And, and that's the fact. And, and business, you talk about business systems. Uh, I look at it, every project is like a mini business. And there's a business plan. There's a whole series of procedures that you go through. There's team members that integrate. There's little experts in every area, you know, accounting experts, marketing experts, legal experts, and it's just a matter of coordinating it. But if you've got, if you've got that plan, you've got that business plan, you've got that model, whatever it is, that process, uh, it just makes life so much easier. Doesn't it? And it's so true, so true. And that sort of stems into the whole leadership capability and element. Like what I loved, what I heard was about you know, surrounding yourself with the smarts and surrounding yourself with, with those people who are experts in their field. And you're almost being the conductor of those, mm. those experts. Um, you know, knowing that, yeah, you may not know, you know, as Henry Ford, I said, when, when he was getting cross-examined and now throwing all these questions and he kept on saying, I don't know, I don't know, but I've got someone who knows those answers. And that's, you know, very, very similar 
similar story, which is which is so so good to hear. Um, yeah. Is there is there anything about leadership that you would like to add? That you know what something that you you follow something that you believe a principle or anything like that in relation to your own leadership skills. Well, I think I think a, a good leader obviously has to lead from the front. So that, that comes from confidence. It comes from knowledge to be able to do that. But it's not not to be. Uh, I've seen some leaders where ego gets a little bit in in, in their way, and in, particularly with even uh, outsourcing help. I mean, I I'm quite open and honest when I say everybody in my team is smarter than I am because at least they finished uni. <laughs> it's just that I'd probably make more money than all of them put together. But, 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 um, and, I, and so from a leadership point of view, I think, I think you need to be a bit humble, but yep. by the same time you have to lead and, uh, and you have to lead from the front. Yep. But uh, what, what you just said is quite true. I mean, uh, like um, Andrew Carnegie, the richest person in the world, well, you know, it's on his epitaph. He lies a man who, well, words to this effect, uh, who knew how to bring the, around him men far greater or far you know, cleverer than himself. It's the same thing. So true. I, I had a chat with Donald Trump once, long before he became the president, and he said basically the same thing. Yep. Uh, you get the very best people around you that you can afford. Totally. And, uh, and a good leader can do that with confidence, without ego. And they're the people that really succeed. Yeah, so true, so true. So let's talk about mentors for a minute. You've, you've obviously had some great mentors over the years and, you know, started uh, with, with Tony. What have been, who have been some of the other mentors that have really, I guess, uh, assisted you on your own journey? Well, the first one's probably my dad, if you, want to, if you really want to wind it back. Yep. Uh, as I said, he was, he was a humble man. He was a spray painter and a panel beater. Uh, he was a hard worker because he didn't know anything else other than... Uh, exchange time for money. He never owned an investment property. He only owned the house that he lived in. Uh, but what I did learn from him is nothing about money, nothing about investments. Uh, but I learned two things that I found invaluable and you can't buy them. And one is a strong work ethic. Uh, he certainly had that. He probably worked too hard, actually. But, uh, but a strong work ethic and integrity. And uh, I think that's a good basis in life. Uh, and, and I really appreciate that. Uh, later on, obviously, I had to learn the technical stuff. I had to learn about money and finance and property and all of that. And uh, in, the, in the property world, uh, I, I worked uh, for a, the biggest property developer in Australia at, at one point. And my boss, uh, Warren, Warren Lennon was his name. Actually, sadly, he's not with us anymore. Uh, Warren took me under his wing. Uh, he, he got, he got, I actually came from nowhere and took over a state management role within the biggest development company in Australia, which sort of wasn't wow. the done thing then. You had to, normally had to work your way up about 15 years. Uh, but I did meet him and uh, I got to know him and he saw things in me. Uh, he saw potential in me. He told me later on and he said, I'm actually taking a bit of a risk with this, giving me this job. He said, I can just, you know, he said, I know you're very entrepreneurial, more so than the corporate sort of people. And uh, he said, but I can see, you know, you're really hungry. You've, you've had a lot of experience, you know, a lot of alternate things. Uh, and he said, I'm going to take you under my wing. And he did. And uh, he gave me a job. Uh, outside of the normal scope uh, where, where people would have, uh, you know, come up through the ropes. And, and he was very helpful. He taught me a lot. He taught me a lot about, he was such a great gentleman, such a knowledgeable person. But I guess he took a, he took a risk with me, uh, paid off. Yep. And, uh, and so I owe a lot to him for that, as I did with Tony, took a, bit of, a little bit of a risk with me. But he saw me as he was 15 years earlier. So there's two people who taught me so much that I admired who saw in me what a lot of other people probably didn't. They just looked on the surface. And so I really admired that. And there have been two big uh, influences, plus my dad. Yep. 
uh, in my life. And I like to think these days that, that I can also uh, exude a good influence on, on other people as well as a teacher and as a mentor as I do with, uh, with certain people. So, uh, yeah, yeah, returning the favour, paying it forward, call it what you like. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah, no. so true. So if you could give the listeners, I guess, three pieces of advice, um, you know, obviously from, from the property development world and from, from your education uh, programs that you run, what would be those three key pieces of advice? Well, advice in anything, I think, is get yourself educated. Whatever you're doing, whatever business you're in, find the best person you can and learn from them because they'll have the systems behind them, the proven ones that they need, whether it's a business, whether you're expanding a real estate office, whether you're getting into property development, even you just want to be an investor, find the best and lock onto them. And, and, the, and look, the best investment you'll ever make is in yourself. And so that, that's certainly it. Stay passionate about what you're doing. Always want to learn. Uh, always you know, look out of the square. Mix with people. Get your energy off people. Uh, this is probably more than three, I don't know. Uh, but just as it's important to be with the right people, it's also important to not be with the wrong people. Yeah. So people that are dream stealers, people that are negative, some of them are relatives. Uh, you still have to see them at Christmas, that's okay. Uh, but just avoid the dream stealers, mix with the right sort of people, stay energised, stay educated, keep learning. Yep. That's and, sure. and that's just so important. Because once you've got the right person behind you, the right systems to follow right everything, Wow, you just fly. You're there. Yeah, yeah. so true. And that's that, that whole power of your, your, your environment and, and who you hang around with is so, so true. So what's coming up for you, Bob? What's, 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 what's over the, what does the future hold for you at the moment? Well, because I'm such a young man, I've got, I've got everything in front of me at the moment. Um, so uh, I'll continue to do property developments, uh, as I do uh, on the side, because uh, I love it. Uh, doing a retirement village at the moment, doing some apartments. I, I, I do it develop in different states. So I always do that because it's, it's exciting and it's profitable. Yep. Uh, on the education front, uh, look, look, more of the same. I've refined my systems a lot. Uh, my course, which was at one point, you know, manuals and DVDs is now 100% digital. So it's all, you know, uh, you know, life membership, all of that. So I'll keep doing that. I'll keep doing the education. I love, I love property. I love talking about it. I love mixing with property people. I love the energy. I love teaching on. And why wouldn't I? I'll keep doing that. I've tried, I've tried lying on the beach for a living twice. I didn't like it. <laughs> it's all right on a Sunday. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just keep doing what I'm doing because it, it energises me. It gives me excitement. It gives me a challenge. It gives me a meaning in my, to my life. Yep. And uh, why wouldn't you keep doing it? So true, so true. So how can the listeners find out more about what you're up to and, and, and be part of the, your, your journey and also learn more about your education? Well, probably the simplest way is simply to go to the website, which is... Uh, www.propertymastermind.com.au propertymastermind.com.au it's all there uh, have a good look uh, it could be for you in fact it sounds should be good. for you <laughs> sounds good sounds good so propertymastermind.com.au check it out it's um i've checked it all out it is amazing wealth of information some amazing resources amazing uh tools and articles so uh property mastermind .com.au. Bob, really appreciate your time, energy, wealth of experience. Uh, thank you so much and uh, really appreciate it. All the best. Really enjoyed it.